The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. If you have to sit in a waiting room or you have to wait on someone to arrive, what do you do while you're waiting? Most of us find something to pass the time. Unfortunately, in our world today, that's almost always on a mobile device, and uh, that can be good or bad, productive or unproductive. you got to guard some things, you know. But while you're waiting, you're, you're doing something. What do you do while you're waiting? We come in our study of Genesis to Genesis chapter number 8 today to see what Noah did while he was waiting. Remember, 40 days and 40 nights, the rain waters, and then the waters prevailed for another 150 days. I mean, that's, that's a long time, friends, to be waiting on the water to go down, a long time to be waiting on the door to open, a long time to be waiting to get back on dry ground. What did Noah do while he was waiting? Well, let's find out. Genesis chapter 8, beginning in verse 1, And God remembered Noah, and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark, and God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also the deep, and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated, and the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat, and the waters decreased continually until the tenth month, in the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. What a glorious moment that must have been when the window finally got open, when the first rays of sunlight broke in after all those many months. That was a long time, months and months of just waiting. He wasn't waiting on the water. He was waiting on God. I think this is a very important point. See, sometimes we think we're waiting on somebody to change. We're waiting on circumstances to get better. We're waiting till we feel like it. No, what you're really doing, you're waiting on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Sometimes it's hard to wait on God, but I'm going to tell you, waiting time is never wasted time. When you're waiting on the Lord, just know this, God is at work. And this passage is proof of that because while Noah was sitting on the ark, all he could do was tend to his family, take care of the animals that were there, and pray. I have no doubt he did a lot of praying while he was waiting. But during that period, God was working. God sent the wind, and God caused the, the fountains of the deep to stop bubbling up, and he stopped the rain from heaven and uh, he removed the floodwaters. What a, what a beautiful picture of the power of our God. But here's the first thing that Noah did that we can do while, while we're waiting, and that is uh, we can remember God's promise. Now, the, the passage opens by saying God remembered Noah. Aren't you glad God never forgets? Uh, he's not the forgetful one. We are. So what we must do is we must remember what God said to us. I'm convinced that during his season of waiting, Noah was rehearsing with his family exactly what God said. He was recounting every word the Lord had said to him. He knew 
God had not only given him a command to obey, which he had done, but he had given him a promise to claim. And while you're waiting on God, while you're waiting on the next season of life, while you're waiting on the answer to prayer, while you're waiting to get through the, the trial you're in right now, let me tell you the first thing you need to do. You need to rehearse and remember the promises of God. Go through Scripture. Identify definite Bible promises. Take a promise a day. It won't keep the devil away, but it'll help you when the devil comes around and rest on the promises of God. That's not all he did. Let's read on. Uh, Verse number seven, and he sent forth a raven, which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also, he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days. And again, he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. Here's the second thing. Noah not only remembered and rehearsed the promises of God, but he watched to see what God would do. He, he stayed alert. He, he sent out the, the raven and he sent out the dove twice to, to try to get some direction from the Lord. Uh, you know, someone said that the Lord steers as we move. I think there's some truth in that, that in our, our waiting on the Lord, we still continue to take the next step of obedience. So don't, don't stop. Uh, keep moving forward with the Lord. Keep putting one foot in front of another. And as you do, God will guide you. God will order your steps. God will direct you. And watch. Stay alert. Stay spiritually on guard uh, for the Lord to speak, for the Lord to show you something. You know, the olive branch in Scripture is a picture of peace. And God will give you peace. The Bible says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. We're not just looking at circumstances. We're looking for the Lord to speak through those circumstances. Look, beyond the circumstances and beyond your own understanding and beyond whatever it is you're dealing with right now, God is at work. So remember his promises and watch for his hand. We read on. The Bible says in verse number uh, 11, uh, the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. I would think, all right, let's open the door. Let's move on. But he doesn't. Listen to verse 12. And he stayed yet other seven days and sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seven and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dry. Now, if you run the math and look at all of these these months that are listed here, we're talking about well over a year this family's been on this ark. That's a long time to wait. I don't know how long you feel like you've been waiting in the holding pattern, uh, marching around Jericho without being able to say a word. I don't know how long you've been there, but I know this. God is working in it and through it and for you and for his own glory. Wait on the Lord. And while you're waiting, remember his promises. While you're waiting, watch for his hand. While you're waiting, listen for him to speak. Because the Bible says in verse 15, And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. 
bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. I think this is very important. Noah was not just waiting for the water to go down. Noah was not just waiting for the dove to come back with the olive leaf. Uh, Noah was not just waiting for the birds not to return anymore. Noah was not just waiting for a sign. Noah was waiting for the word from God. He waited until God said, go. By the way, the same God who says come says go. (laughs) The same God who invites us to himself sends us forth. Wait on the Lord. Be certain. If there's doubt, don't. Wait on God's word. And at some point in God's perfect time, God will give you the green light. God will say go. And you can move forward for the glory of God. While you're waiting, dear friend, remember the promises of God. Rehearse them to yourself and others. While you're waiting, watch for God to work. Look for the Lord's hand in the circumstances. And while you're waiting, stay in tune with heaven and your ear open to receive the word from the Lord. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.